Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Utah Puck Report. We are back. I want to apologize about uh, being gone, but man, it's been kind of weird to find topics to talk about when there's no hockey. Right. Um, with me, as always, the G-Man, Gary yep. Michaels. Good day. Glad to be here. Good day. <laughs> and then uh, super excited to have our guest, Ryan Kanaswich, longtime friend, assistant coach of the Utah Grizzlies. Are you still the all-time leading scorer? Uh, last time I checked, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I check every day, but. Come on. <laughs> You've got like a Yahoo alert set up for some. Oh, yeah. My phone, yeah. My phone. Now you, goes, yeah. now you get all the power because if somebody starts getting close, you can just bench them. You can trade, trade them. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant, man. Now I see that there's just genius in your moves. It's, it's a smart plan, isn't it? Yeah. On and yeah. off the ice. He's always thinking. Yeah. So, oh. uh, can I ask which? I almost called you the wrong name there. I almost called you by your nickname, which would get us in trouble on the. on our show so ryan i want to talk about uh what's been going on with hockey and we're going to get caught up on the utah grizzlies which obviously there's not a ton to talk about but you guys you guys have done some signings and uh that's pretty exciting and is there what's it look like in the future do you have an idea of when you're going to be able to recall guys uh as of now no you know, uh, we're hearing a number of different things. We're hearing an on-time start, uh, delayed start. Uh, it's definitely not going to be an early start. Yeah. Um, so we're just kind of in a holding pattern right now. Obviously, with the NHL proceeding with playoffs, that's probably going to push us back a few months. Maybe not a few months, maybe maybe a month or two, but um, – yeah, so as of now, we're just kind of playing the waiting game. Well, the, and the NHL is saying that, all right, we're going to play right now. We're going to play around Robin to see where everybody fits in. There are some teams that aren't technically in playoffs yet. They have play-in games. So this, this is going to take a few months to get this all figured out and hand out a Stanley Cup from this season. And then, I mean, they're saying their season's not – their next year isn't going to start until December. So how would that work with minor leagues? I mean, that's. Well, I would I would think with the December start, then I, we would probably start December if that's the case, just because you know we have so many guys under NHL contract, AHL contract. We 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 can't start first. I don't think you know what I mean. Yeah. It would be kind of weird unless we started with 
22 ECHL contracts. How, uh, how have you talked to a bunch of players? Like how freaked out are people or what's their logic about going out on the road? You know, I mean, cause you know, you don't want to go out and get sick and come home and bring it to your family and all that stuff. Or a lot of guys talking about that right now or, uh, you know, guys haven't been too worried. Um, you know, most of the guys are in pretty good shape and healthy and, but it's, it's really, it's the people that you can affect that is the scary part. Right. So, right. Yeah. I mean, obviously we fly mostly everywhere. So going into an airport right now is probably a little bit scary for some of these guys, but uh, I mean, we'll just have to kind of cross that bridge when we get to it, you know? Did the ECHL hand out a championship? I know, like, uh, Canadian juniors decided, hey, you guys were in the lead, so you won our division for that year. Did the ECHL do anything like that? Not that I've seen, no. Okay. Because were, was juniors done, though? No. I mean, they were close. They were closer They were closer than the pros. But, you know, like, I, I know that um, the Portland Winterhawks are the champions for their division or whatever. Yeah, so were they, were they already clinched, though? They, uh, I don't think so. No? No. Not I, think they, I think they still had enough games left, but they were in first place. Yeah. No, we didn't. It's Like, we had the best winning percentage this year of all time. Wow. At the, at the end of wow. COVID. So, I, I know we were in third place, but, like, we were having a, a pretty pretty good year, and we had a lot of call-ups again. And Yeah. It's just – well, I remember, I mean, it's almost, it seems like so long ago to even think about that it's still this season that it just never finished. But I remember you guys were, uh, it looked like you were just starting to head the right direction and you had a bunch of guys that were up in Colorado and there were goaltenders going back and forth and it looked like this looks like it might all come together at the right time for the Grizzlies. Like we might get the right players back who have been playing at a higher level and getting that experience and then feed into the team right when we need them instead of how it's been in the past where we just lost everybody at the wrong time. Yeah. And had yeah. sitting benches in the AHL. And that's, that's the thing is to win a Kelly cup, it's, it's almost got to be a perfect storm, you know? Yeah. Cause if, you know, if your affiliate goes out in the first round then all of a sudden you get littered with a bunch of AHL talent. And then all of a sudden your I mean, your roster looks completely different and, you're poised for a long run, but that, that was kind of looking what we were going to get, but you know, obviously just, what was it? March. Yeah. Good, good March. 15th yep. or something that just kind of the, the ax came down and yeah. What a weird time. Yeah. So yeah, crazy. Sure. I mean, the whole thing, obviously everybody's going through some, some crazy times. And um, I mean, I'm just surprised, obviously with what I do as a fireman, I thought, they they prepared us. They told us like, look, we're we're going into a crazy thing here, and we're expecting from, you know, this date to this date, we're going to see 300 cases a day. We're going to see 10 fatalities a day. There there is a huge possibility in the fire service that we're going to have fatalities in the fire service. Yeah, because we're exposed to it every day. And man, your whole life just changed. And hockey seemed like oh, well, hockey's something I used to do. Now I, yeah. now I just wear a mask and I don't. Right. going to those buildings anymore but slowly we're kind of getting back to life and uh that's 
that's kind of why we're able to get the podcast back up and going because you're going to the rink and you've got things going on at the rink. I've actually been able to play some drop-in. Gary, I know you've yeah. got – like your kids have had tryouts, right, Gary? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I've, I've played a couple of times, but um, it's, like you say, slowly coming back. But, uh, you know, the kids' leagues are, are happening. But, you know, obviously it's kind of try out, make the team, and I think they go from there. It's kind of like they don't know exactly what's going to happen this season coming up, but yeah, like are, are they are they going to be able to travel out of state and right. stay in hotels? And there's just so much unknown at this point, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what I was talking to Evan Stofflet. I mean, because he's uh, he's with the West Coast organization, mm-hmm. and they've had tryouts and they have a team. And I said, so what's next? Do you have anything on the schedule? And he said, eh, we have possibly a schedule, but it's that same thing. Like, we don't know if we can go to Vegas. We don't know if we can go anywhere. Yeah. Just like the junior Grizz, you know, it's just they, they've got practices at this point. And yeah. Yeah. Just... And honestly, I'm just thankful for that. I It, it was so nice. Like, I, I said on our last, last episode, I felt like it was almost like a, a covert operation because we, we were like, okay, we can do – and I maybe I shouldn't give this all away or say this, but, but like, we can do drop-in or not drop in we can do stick and puck stick and puck yeah. but what we've done is we've bought all the stick and puck spots for our men's league team oh you're that guy yeah yeah and they're yeah. like go in say that you're there for <laughs> yeah so you're there for stick and puck and you know there's 20 of us and we had to be in four locker rooms for 20 yeah. of us which is really yeah. weird because that's when you really think about it like that's one of the best parts is is uh is the locker room atmosphere, right? Yeah, just hanging out with the guys, having a pop, and talking about whatever. Yeah, you know, and man, you get in and you you missed it, and oh, you, you just don't realize how much you missed just hanging out with with your friends and and talking and making fun of Ben Wilner and yeah, you know, even the guys you didn't miss, you missed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but anyway, so you get you know you get in there and then you you play and. As we went in, you know, that we, we did that in Ogden. And then we got to come – we went to Cottonwood Heights, and they allowed us to play a little a little practice. And you got there, and you saw the Junior Grizzlies, and you saw the Eagles on the ice. And it's just like – it's so fun and so refreshing to be able to see the kids back on the ice. Yeah. And going through practice. Oh, and great. Running a drill. And you're like, oh, I remember that drill. And uh, it's just refreshing. I mean, I've been watching college hockey replays <laughs> – and, you know, I'm sure we all have, like, they had the Rangers from 1994, 95. They watched that, that whole series go through. And when the, it's just, you're watching whatever you can, but it's just not the same. Well, we were watching during quarantine, we were watching women's handball. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Sweden versus Russia. Yeah. Just, and we're like, well, we don't know the result of this. <laughs> it's right. all new right yeah. so we're just glued to the tv like oh this is a pretty good game <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what's funny is that finally because i've been telling people forever i'm like oh my daughter's playing handball at west point and uh, they're like oh like in the racquetball court and i'm like no it's not that but so yeah. finally when they replayed all those handball things people finally figured out what the sport was they're like yeah that actually is a kind of cool sport yeah that's a great sport but well, the sad thing is, is my daughter was supposed to be in the Olympics this year with that, and they canceled the Olympics, or they, you know, postponed them. And next year, yeah. next year her school won't let her be in the Olympics. So, oh really? 
Yeah, so it's just kind of a, another missed opportunity thanks to COVID. Yeah. The Rona. The Corona. The Rona, yeah. So, uh, Ryan, we've, I really want to talk about, and I, I, know, uh, I know he'd been on your radar for a long time, and I know that I called and pestered you guys about him, and uh, he's been on the show, but you guys signed Jerry Pike. Yeah. And that's cool because, I mean, you had DJ Yaletto, and that's like our only real true Utah-born hockey player. Now, Evan's a Utah player, but he was born in Wisconsin. So. Wisconsin, yeah. Um, tell us about what goes into that decision, and tell us about how, like, when he, when he came on your radar and what went into signing him. Well, I had talked with – Jared had skated with me the past couple summers, and he just kind of – talked to me at the end of camp one year and just said, you know, after my college career, he's like, do you think there'd be a spot for me? And I said, yeah, you know, obviously discussed it with Tim and we spoke with the AIC head coach and he had nothing but rave reviews for Jared. So, uh, and bringing in a local kid that, you know, he literally grew up 15 minutes from the Maverick center, uh, you know, it's exciting. He's a big body. He can skate. He's got some skill. I think he'll add some toughness to our lineup. Um, and he's just, he's a great person too, which is one of the things we look for most, you know? Yeah. Do we, I don't know. Cause I haven't asked him, but do we know, can he fight? Did he fight uh, in juniors? I don't know in juniors, but at six, four to 25, he's probably going to find out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things. Right? If you're running around and hitting guys, which I'm, his game is is modeled after that. He's just a big power forward, right? So, yeah. I'm sure he I'm sure he can handle himself. But I mean, we're not telling him to go out there to fight, obviously. Um, right, but when you have that kind of size, guys are gonna you, you just kind of yeah, they're gonna assume that you can fight. I remember the same thing with Phil Snyder, who. He was same thing, six four, two twenty when he played at Weaver, and then we played in that professional roller hockey league. And every time he'd step on the rink, guys were like, "Oh, he's here to fight." It feels like, yeah. no, I don't do that." Yeah, <laughs> well, he's a drummer, not a fighter. No, he's pretty yeah. mellow. He's like, <laughs> he's got a I've never seen him lose his temper, and I've seen a lot of guys try to fight him, but he's just like, "Oh, no, it's not me." But guys, guys will see Piker and warm up, and yep. like, whoa, look at that! He's he's a big boy, and you know, there's, I'm sure there's a couple other big boys on the other side that are eyeing him up. So, yeah, we're going to have to have him on the show and talk to him. Cause I honestly don't know if he fought in juniors or not. He told me he could when I talked to him. So, and, that, but that's, this was a while ago, you know, he, he more said that he would do anything to, yeah to be in the lineup and, and to be a Utah Grizzly. Cause I mean, growing up here, you know, what, yep. what a, a great opportunity for him and his family to, you know, he gets to play in front of his family, you know, hopefully sooner than later. Yeah. Uh, cool. yeah. So we, yeah, we're really looking forward to having him. Well, it's funny. Cause uh, I reached out to uh, um, Armstrong and I was like, Hey, there's a, there's a guy, there's a Utah guy playing and he's, pl and they went up to West point to watch AIC play West point right before the thing. I just said, just in case he doesn't sign with, with the uh with the grizzlies i'd like him you know we want him to play pro somewhere so i wasn't you know so i was kind of doing the pretend you're trying to you're trying to divert guys away from utah and send them to maine or what i, I was just having a backup plan 
Because, you know, I've never diverted somebody from Utah. Okay. But All right. When I had called Tim, and I said, Tim, his season's about to end. Jared's season's about to end. Have you made a decision? And Tim was like, oh, I'm pretty focused on this season right now. So I reached out to Riley. I'm like, hey, you know, there's a guy out there. Do you want to scout him? So he went out and scouted him. And he's like, yeah, big boy, whatever. And then I talked to Jared, and Jared's like, I just want to play for the Grizzlies. Like, Yeah. That's my main thing is I – I'm a Grizzlies fan, and I want to play for the Grizzlies. I thought that was pretty cool. So we were, we were most likely going to bring him in on an ATO at the end of the year. Yeah. But his season with how well they were doing might have might have not ended before ours. Who knows, you know? So he right. might, have, might have not come in until this upcoming year, but he was definitely on our radar to, to bring in last year. AIC has been one of those teams that just surprised everybody over the last – I mean, they were nothing. Uh, you know, they were they were – yeah, who'd they bottom of their own ratings, and then last year they they jumped in rankings and and did really well. They won their they conference beat last Saint year. St. Cloud, didn't they? The yeah. number one team a couple of years ago. Yeah, they did. So they're yeah, they're that uh, Gonzaga of the hockey world. Just yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, so Gary, tell me, tell us a little bit more about like uh, on the kids side of things. Yeah, when you were going out, are how are tryouts being held? Are, are do you think there were as many players or do you think maybe parents were holding kids back? And then what's the, does everybody get to wear a mask into the rink on the ice? What's. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they want you to, well, now you have to wear a mask in the rink, but uh, before there, you know, some do, some don't. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like tryouts. There was, they, they kind of switched it up. So there was less kids like, you know, last year, I think the junior Grizzlies had 50 something kids at tryouts. And so now I think it was, uh, I want to say 25 per tryout team, you know, the A group and B group. And then, uh, and then they had two levels of teams and um, yeah, you know, it's just, um, I think for a while there it was um, dress outside of the locker room down the hall spread out. But now I think they're in the, they're in the locker rooms and stuff. I think I saw that with you talking in park city, they had to show up to the rink dressed. Like yeah. skateboards on, and I think they wanted grown-ups to do that too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which isn't a bad idea. No, yeah, no. whatever. Man. As long as we got hockey, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I would just have to get dressed in the locker room. I can't drive my little juke with my goalie pads on. <laughs> Hard enough to fit them in there anyway. You can put them on the parking lot. Yeah, come on, <laughs> get on. Um, so Ryan, you, you've got clinics and stuff going on right now, right? What What do you got going on? Uh, this is my third year running. Uh, it's called Switch Hockey. You can ask which switch, you know. Oh, okay. Um, is that so, what we're changing your your? Is that what your nickname is going to be now? Or do you yes, have a, that's my uh, rebranding. Your politically correct rebrand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have to get so, used to that. Uh, one that I can use in public. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so right. uh, I run a few different age groups and. Uh, my idea was to kind of run it, you know, instead of the, the week long camps where the kids are there, you know, five days straight, they get better and then you don't see them again, you know? So mine are kind of spread out from about mid June to early August. And I get to see these kids a couple times a week and work on their skills and shooting and all that. And, you know, just kind of have some fun in the summer, you know, where they're not, I mean, they still work really hard with me, but, you know, focus is 
shooting, you know, passing and all the, all the stick skills and stuff like that. So, so um, are you, are you full or do you have room for more kids to join? I'm full. I'm actually, uh, I only have about 10 of them left. Oh, okay. So I filled up, I, I moved it this year. Last year I was at the oval and this year I moved it to Cottonwood cause it was, the oval was closed and I, I couldn't find ice anywhere. And I think moving it to Cottonwood was a, you know, a happy accident for me because it filled up really quick as you know because <laughs> I mean, a, a lot of the kids are from around this area so yeah yeah Dude, man, that place is eight minutes from my house it's eight minutes from my house too it's, Love it's it. perfect yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why i live in murray because everything's 14 minutes from my house yeah every rink except for murray which is about five minutes from my house yeah <laughs> but yeah i had to shut my camp down this year and i was really excited to do it this year because I mean, I thought I had – with Jordan Preezy in town, that was going to save me a ton of money from flying him in. Yeah. And uh, and running our goalies that way. And I, I had it all set. I had Garrett Metcalf lined up. I had Jordan lined up. And I'm like, this is going to be the best thing for our local goalies. And then for the forwards, I obviously had a ton of ton of opportunities, like between you and Evan and uh, bringing in Greg Lieb and yeah. Tim Branham on board. I was just going to go all out. And maybe this was going to be my 20th year. And I was just going to make it the best camp ever. And then there's no ice. Like, I can't do hockey at Murray at all right now. Is the ice in there? I don't even know. And Which is funny because I've been talking to the rink director there all day. They, everybody's asking me what happened to John Carter, G-Man. <laughs> <laughs> funny, me too. Yeah. Like, it's funny how many people text me and ask me that question, but – so anyway, I had a conversation all day, and the ice never came up. Everybody just wants to know that. But um, I'm trying. I I looked around and I looked at other possibilities, and the ice just when it became available, it just filled up so fast. Yeah, it, it I, just got I, to. I was really lucky to find mine. Yeah, I got twenty, twenty-eight, twenty-nine hours booked over there. Yeah, and they're kind of sporadic, but I think with the parents having their kids at home and homeschooling them for six weeks or whatever it was, when they saw a camp come available, they're like, get get out of the house. (laughs) I am not a teacher. I am not a teacher. (laughs) I'm so so glad my kids were in college and it didn't fall on me to try to become a, you know, substitute teacher because I wouldn't know even where to begin, especially in the math my kids are in. Oh, yeah, school teachers rule. Yeah, yeah, insane. Well, all right. Uh, so, I mean, we just don't even know what to say as far as what hockey holds in the future. I mean, I'm, I'm just glad that we we had an opportunity to talk about something hockey. But we've got okay. it's August first. Oh yeah, so we've got the NHL going. Yeah, and yeah. I was freaking out. I got to tell you. Uh, I do follow a lot of boards uh, just to get off Utah hockey a little bit, but um, obviously I'm a huge Knights fan and huge Kings fan and Kings aren't going anywhere. They're, they're still not going to be in the top 24, but the stuff that was going on with Mark Andre Fleury, have you guys heard any of this? No, no. Well, he's my second favorite goalie in the league to watch. My son is number one. Come on. Yeah. He would be number one, but quick, I mean, quick's just unreal. Anyway, I don't want to get off on a – I don't want to fanboy out here. But he uh, – Fleury didn't take the ice for the first, like, whatever, 10 days that 
the Knights were on the ice. And then the speculation was just flying online from the Knights buying him out to he was having substance abuse problems to he was still just super depressed over his, his father passing away. And, but it was all, it all looked like doom and gloom. And then you find out uh, he was just working out so hard. He tweaked something. And part of the new collective bargaining agreement with coming back is you can't talk about an athlete being sick or being injured. You can't say anything about it. So the Knights never addressed it. They just all of a sudden had him back on the ice. Yeah. And, and, you know, he got on the other day and on, and he just said, Hey, I'm here happy to compete because they got liner now. And he's a solid goaltender. I don't know if you guys have seen his pads yet. I don't pads, know are yeah. pads are unreal. Yeah. With the knives on them. That's so cool. Yeah. Brian does such an amazing job with those. But uh, anyway, that was a huge relief to me. And I, I am so excited to see this tournament style hockey and to see with like NHL guys, it's like the Olympics. Yeah. Hockey, hockey's going to be yeah. on all day. Yeah. Great. It's, it's the best of the best. And it's crazy watching guys become unavailable because of COVID or whatever. They just call them unfit to play. And you oh, don't know how long it's going to last. Cause I mean, Boston lost Pasternak. Yeah. I mean, probably the best player in the NHL. That, I mean, maybe not Connor McDavid good, but. What about Dry Settle? Or Dry Settle. All right. One of the top five. Can we go with that? <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, it's Trevor Lewis, right? Trevor Lewis top. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen. What? Trevor Lewis, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no grief, huh? So, yeah, anyway, it, it's <laughs> that just adds a whole new element to it, and it does make it more like a tournament because guys get banged up in a tournament, and you, especially like at our age, you have a guy that's just like, you know what, I, I'm too sore to play this third game today, so I'm out. Yeah. So this is this is gonna be interesting and exciting. They're saying twelve hours a day of hockey. Well, it's gonna be like a like a minor league tournament. Like when you not minor league. Like when I was in hockey, like you go out of town and you like stay in the hotel for the weekend and play yeah. games every day. Like it's yeah, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be weird for them for sure. Like if you're going to the Cup final, you're you're staying in a hotel for what two and a half three, three months. months? Yeah. Like it's yeah. gonna be, it's yeah, it's gonna be different. I mean, I I think there's still gonna be an asterisk by it. Yeah, I get that. But which who's to say which is harder? I mean, I mean they're still doing the the best of seven, and but you know you, you didn't really play. You didn't have the eighty-two game grind. You know. Yeah, I get it. It's it's. I, I'm happy it's back, but like, how many people are gonna? 
put an asterisk by it. You know? Is there an asterisk by the lockout seasons that were shortened or that didn't start on time? Because those had cups, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Because there, there were some that were delayed starting. So they still played less games. Yeah, there's the 48-game – when was that? That was 2013, I believe. Yeah. The 48-game schedule. Yep. And who would have won it that year would have been – wasn't the Kings. It was, uh, I don't know. We should be better at this. We should have researched stuff. <laughs> yeah, you should probably do your job. I, I know. That part's hard. I didn't know we were going to go down the NHL path. <laughs> oh, thanks for taking us down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, I mean, maybe there's an asterisk, maybe there's not. One way or the other, they're earning the cup. Yeah. And who's to say which is hard? Like, yeah, okay, so they didn't play 82 games, but they took three months off. And then you got to come back and play playoffs. And then, yeah, then you got to come back and you, yeah. you got to go up against it and you got to stay in a hotel the whole time. Yeah, and then you have no fans. Yeah, how weird is that going to be? Like, I'm all for sitting here watching game after game after game, but hmm. I'm just wondering how weird it's going to be. Yeah. Like, I watch golf every weekend. <laughs> and it's okay. Like, but it, like, Justin Thomas made a 50-footer and uh, on a playoff hole, and he's the only one screaming, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, yeah. And it's funny because uh, have you seen that they're, they're talking about they're not sure if they should mic up the ice like they normally do because they're so worried about with no fans in the stands, you're going to be able to hear what these players are saying to each other. Well, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're putting it on a five-second delay is what they're talking about. Yeah. Gary and I run with a five-second delay a lot, and that's <laughs> sometimes that's not enough time. Uh, yeah. Especially, like, oh. You, gonna... I mean, you, you've heard the bench before. Oh, like, yeah. Every second word is – Yep. Isn't a good one, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's going to be entertaining. I guess that's a good thing for the censors is that the Kings aren't in it, and they don't have to worry about Dowdy because I've heard him go on the ice, and that's – I don't think you could even let him be mic'd or you couldn't, I mean, he would just be beeped the whole time. <laughs> well, what did Tortorella say about it? Did you hear it? They asked him if he was going to watch his language during the, uh, during <laughs> his, he basically just told him, I don't give a. Yeah. It's not my job to watch my language. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you know what, you get fired up out there and, it starts flying pretty quick, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I know in golf, you're you're picking up a lot more of what they're saying now. Right. And they're not saying the, the kindest words either. Yeah. Yeah, and they said in the NBA, they're expecting more technical fouls because they're going to be able to hear what the players are saying more. So, uh-huh. and I don't, there's not really that rule in hockey, but it seems like the NBA guys have gotten, gotten away with a lot of stuff before. Or now yeah. I've heard the NBA gets pretty bad with some of the talk. Yeah. But. Well, it's all going to be uh, – it's interesting. I'm excited for what happens, man. I'm just so excited for, for hockey to be back. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> for sure. Even if they just have to put some kind of a soundtrack behind it and we'll just watch it to, you know. Well, yeah. Why can't they just, like, superimpose some fans in there? Oh, like soccer. Yeah. Yeah, or like the that Korean baseball league, they put teddy bears in the <laughs> in the seats. 
Oh, yeah. Or they, or they could do like a Zoom meeting, right? And just have people lined up around the screen, you know, people at home. Yeah, they're doing that with, they did that with soccer too. Like you can see dum dums like me cheering in the background. <laughs> they have it on their Jumbotron. They have that. That's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, really? And then baseball has uh, cardboard cutouts of their fans. Yeah. And one of the players was even saying today, he's like, it'll be better to have a cardboard cutout of a fan than some fan on his phone the whole time or. I saw a picture of that, and then there was an actual live security guard standing there. That was his job. <laughs> to make sure the cardboard cutouts don't get out of control? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll get creative with whatever they do, but, you know, get a little background noise. and Yeah, you might have to pump it in there a little bit, pipe in some, some background it's just going to be, you know, you just when you hear a big hit in the playoffs and the and the whole rink explodes and yeah, it's it's definitely going to be weird. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, no, no home ice advantage, I guess. Maybe with the home crowd advantage, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you pump uh, if you're if everybody's at a hub city and you score a goal, <clears throat> do you play fans cheering or do you? You flip a coin and decide who's home. I'm guessing the home team gets the horn. Yeah, that would be. I, I don't think they're going to do it for both teams. I right. don't think that would be kind of. Yeah, we had to do it that way with guns and hoses, and it was kind of weird. I had to be excited yeah. for every goal that I announced. You know, yeah. like, didn't matter awesome. if it was the guns or the hoses. So it's. I don't know. I, mean, I would assume it would be home and away. Yeah, and the home team's going to get the horn. And the lights and whatever. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That that would make the most sense. But yeah, you score on the road in the playoffs, nobody's cheering. You know? Right. So, right. Unless you're the Red Wings, they seem to have fans everywhere. Well, they're they won't be back for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be odd if you're on one of those seven teams, you know, that didn't make it. Yeah. So you've been sitting through all this. And you don't get a chance to come back and finish the year. Yeah. And a lot of those guys were playing to try to keep their jobs or. Yeah. And it, it just, and you had those college kids that were wanting to sign those amateur tryouts or the, the PTOs and. Yeah. Man, it, it's just weird. Cause you always look forward to that. You look forward to a kid that was a second or third round draft pick that just finished four years at college and was ready to make his debut in the playoffs with an injury or. Yeah, kind of like how Kale McCarr came out last year. Ah. And you're like, wow. Like, yeah. he just, like, blew you away how good he was coming into playoff hockey and, and standing know, out. Yeah. Yeah, fresh out of college. You're not going to. Unreal. Unreal. You bring up names like that and you bring, ah, it's just so exciting. I mean, these young guys we have and, oh, look, yeah. we have a new guy. Oh, it's Finn. Finn is in the show. Oh, there you notice Finn's name is up here in the corner, not mine. Yeah, we did notice that. Yeah, he's usually on this. <laughs> no, he's oh, gone. You got to change your name. Uh, I'm good with that. <laughs> All right, well, cool. Uh, Ryan, I can't thank you enough for taking the time off the golf course to uh, talk about hockey with us. Yeah, I got in early, so. <laughs> Looking nice <laughs> and tender. We'll have to all go out together, and uh, I'll buy a couple dozen balls so I can keep up with you and cheat. And Dude, yeah. let's do it. I would be all into that. All right. Let me know. Let's let's get something scheduled. Okay. And so you're full. You don't need us to promote your your hockey camps. Is there anything we can help promote for you? Uh, 
not not right now. Like my my camps, you know, maybe next year when <laughs> it comes to that time again. But uh, I've been thinking about doing a couple camps, maybe some shooting clinics and stuff. But yeah. I, I gotta talk to a few people about that yet before I put the word out on that. So we'll get it done. I'll say the same thing. Like. Greg Lieb is one of the best skating coaches I've ever known. He's been one of the best skaters. You're one of the best shooters that I've known. Yeah. So uh, our kids could just grow so much from learning from you on how to shoot. And uh, I was always thankful when you just hit me with the puck because I never could figure out where you were going to put it or, or stop it. So, yeah, that was, a, that was a missed shot for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was nice when you just put one in my glove and make me feel better about myself. Yeah, slow it down a little bit for you. Gary, uh, yeah. yeah. There are these times where I think Ryan was basically like, okay, I'm going to shoot on Jay in warm-ups until he stops one. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and this, is pre, this is pre-game warm-ups before a Grizzlies game. And, it, like, the horn would go off and the lights would go off and, we're, and the Zamboni's waiting to come out. We're still just sitting out there. I'm like, I still can't stop one. I don't. <laughs> shoot I don't one my glove. And I know he's going glove. <laughs> I've got a better glove now. Not a, not a better glove hand, just a better glove. Better glove. Yeah, it's bigger. Protects you a little better. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's just bigger. That's good. It it entices the shooter to shoot into it because it's pretty. It's nothing better than scoring high glove. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I do – we do have uh, Utah Puck Report reflective stickers. And uh, if fans want one, if listeners want one, all they got to do is leave a comment, say send me a sticker, and then send me a personal message, and we're going to start – uh, sending out these stickers. They're pretty awesome. Cool. Uh, they're just coming in today. Otherwise, I'd show you what they are. But Gary and I will be mailing those out. So yeah. we'll have uh, we'll have some special stuff in there. And hopefully, we'll have some uh, free Grizzlies tickets for uh, some upcoming games. And hopefully, before December. Well, let's hope. Yeah, I know. It's, it's been too long since we've been at the rink, everyone, you know. And it'd be nice to get back and get back to some normalcy absolutely absolutely yeah. okay well uh gary do you have anything dad no man just uh, glad to be back and uh glad to, like we've said you know glad hockey's back especially uh not just for us but the kids you know i mean they've been going stir crazy here and it's good to see your friends and get back to a little bit of normalcy you know it's been nice yeah yes it has been nice okay well uh Once again, we are glad that hockey is back, and that is the Utah Puck Report. We'll be back next week.